0: Listening to Rob Black and your money on AM twelve twenty KBOW
1: and iHeart Radio Station. We're doing a little classic rock throwback music today. I wonder what that's gonna mean in years to come as things change constantly. Joining me now, the Streets Market Analysts, Deborah Borchart. Deborah, how are you today?
2: I'm good. Watching the so, snow fall.
1: Oh, yeah. You're in New York, huh?
2: Oh, yeah. It's coming down pretty hard and fast up here.
1: 65 and sunny today in San Francisco.
2: <laughs> but I we, we drought. have the precipitation that you need.
1: Exactly. Uh, let's talk tax time. It's that time of year. It's that time of season, so to speak. Um, what are we looking at for, that households should be planning for?
2: You know, there are a lot of things that are changing with the taxes, and as you just mentioned, you know, things are always changing. And so we do have some changes coming up this year, and some are actually kind of good because we have the personal exemption amount was increased to $3,900, and so that's kind of nice. You've got that to help pull down the amount of taxes you're paying. So it's really directed towards the middle income family, and if you adjust your gross income, is less than $150, you'll enjoy this exemption of 3900 If it's more than that, then this number is reduced a bit.
1: So getting into tax time, um, households, will they owe more this year or less this year?
2: You know, what's going to happen is uh, different things. So what we're also seeing is that the total refunds are going to be down this year. So that's unfortunate. Um, average tax refund is going to be about $2,600. That's down 2% from 2012. In some cases, uh, people will pay more, but they've also made some things uh, a little easier on people, such as the home office deduction. Um, in the past, I'm sure a lot of people didn't take this home office deduction because it was so complicated, and you had to figure out your square footage in your house to use used for your office, and then you had to... Calculate a ratio from your home heating bill and your internet bill, your phone bill, your insurance I mean, it went on and on. It was very complicated. Well, now they have a version called the safe harbor method, and all you have to do is multiply that square footage times five dollars, and you can take that deduction up to fifteen hundred so if you're if you're working out of your house, you know one even two days a week you can start to use this deduction. It's very easy. So in that way, you can bring down your tax bill because you can take advantage of this.
1: Very cool. You just saved me a little bit of money.
0: Well, you know, so
2: many people work from their home now, and it used to not be that way. And so when you file this home office deduction, it sent up red flags, and a lot of people didn't want to do it because they didn't want to attract unwanted attention from the IRS. Well, now the IRS says, you know what, everybody's doing it. Everybody's working from home. Um, telecommuting is so common that now when you do this, it is not a red flag anymore, and they just kind of go ho-hum and move on. So it's definitely something people should look at.
1: Any tax breaks that are to be taken advantage of for 2013 before they go away forever?
2: Yes. um, This is the last year for the home efficiency uh, tax break. That started in 2008 and it gave you up to $500 of a tax credit, and that goes the way that you're and you can only take this once. So if you haven't taken it yet, here's your last year to do so. And you can include just about anything that improves your home's energy efficiency. You can um, – if you bought a tube of caulk to seal your windows, if you wrapped your pipes, if you're, you know, in the south or the Northeast and you had to wrap your pipes because of the freezing weather – that insulation can be counted. Um, more energy efficient light bulbs that can be counted. So look at your Home Depot bill or your, your uh, local hardware bill. See where you spent any money. If you haven't already taken this five hundred dollar tax credit, and definitely take advantage of it.
1: Let's talk a little same sex marriage and filing of taxes. Seems complicated because different states recognize some do, some don't. What do we need to know on same sex marriage?
2: Well, here's the thing. The IRS looks at where you were married. This is okay. what they look at for the federal level. So it doesn't matter where you live. And my example is if you live in Texas, but you went up to New York and got married, which is which approves uh, same-sex unions, the IRS says, you know what, you're married. I don't care if you live in Texas, it doesn't recognize that the fact that you went to New York and did it, that means we see you as married. And they kind of uh, address this the same way as a foreign country. So for people that go off to Jamaica and get married, they say, you know what? You got married in Jamaica, not America. We still see you as married.
1: Very intriguing because uh, taxes aren't easy. They're pretty intimidating. And uh, it's it's you're making it nice and simple. Is the IRS getting nicer and simpler? Like the home exemption rule seems nicer and simpler. The same-sex marriage seems nicer and simpler.
2: I think they're just trying to really, yes, I think they are trying to make it easier for people to understand. And I agree with you, it's so complicated. Um, it, it just goes on for pages and pages. And I do think in some of these areas, they are trying to make it a little easier for people to just understand. Because I think a lot of people or are, 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 want, you know, we most people want to pay their taxes. Most people want to do it right. And most people don't want to take shortcuts. But it's hard to do this when it's so complicated, and there are lots of software programs out there to help people, um, but a lot of people still just, you know, do it on their own and, and get the pencil and paper out and, and really do it themselves. And so these are just some of those things that are kind of applicable to a lot of us. Um, you know, I heard your, your last guest talking about tax loss harvesting on, on stocks, and, and that's only a certain crowd, but, sure. so, again, so many of us, you know, we'll work from home, you know, maybe one day a week, or we'll work from home on occasion, or we'll work on the road, and um, you can take those those deductions. And, and the same thing with the, the energy tax efficiency stuff. Um, we all tend to wrap our pipes or buy these new light bulbs or go out and get a new energy-efficient air conditioner. You know, all of those things can be used here, and it's hard to really know about these things because there are so many tax laws.
1: I've got a system that's pretty insane, but it works for me. It's a cardboard box called Taxes, and any time I do anything charitable, any I buy anything, I just throw it in. All my receipts go into a box and go to my accountant, and uh, he kind of figures it all out for me, which kind of works for me. But <laughs> it's probably not the uh, simplest system for him. Um, Speaking with Deborah Porchart, the streets market analyst, uh, Obamacare. We know that it's kind of coming in phases. What phase do we need to know about for 2013? Well,
2: 2013 is not affected by Obamacare. And even though it's been talked about so much, it won't affect your taxes that you're filing right now. What will happen is the decisions you make this year, that's going to play a role in your 2014 return. So if you choose not to get the insurance and you choose to pay the penalty, that decision you're making this year, that'll affect your taxes when you file next year. So it's really important to kind of go and talk to a professional or, you know, do your research online and make the right decision this year because it will come back to get you next year.
1: Um, Deborah, you worked at Bear Stearns for 14, 15 years before becoming media-oriented with street what was that experience like, making that transition from Wall Street to media?
2: You know, I, I loved working in the securities business. I did it for many, many years. Um, and I did it because I loved the market. I loved stocks. I loved uh, I loved the whole idea of capitalism and, and good stocks, bad stocks, and good companies and bad companies. And I just ate it up. I just found it really interesting and fascinating. And I have to say, when... Um, Elliot Spitzer got involved and made his changes with what research analysts could talk about and who they could talk about it. The problem was what it what it ended up doing, while there were very lofty goals in order to make sure that there was um, equal information being parsed about, it kind of hand-tied the analysts. So they, they tended to not give as good of information out. And I felt like at that point... Um, it became, I want to say, less fun. The, the market became less fun, and it became uh more difficult because we weren't able to get as much information from the analysts as we wanted. Um, so at that point, um, you know, again, like I said, I, I love talking about the market and I love being involved in it. Being in it was not nearly as much fun as being on the outside in journalism and talking about it um you know it's it's been a very difficult uh several years for the financial industry and it's cut back considerably. I know many many people that have been laid off and um many of them haven't gotten jobs again and so you've seen that whole business contract considerably and and I think you're going to continue seeing that and so we're really seeing it, in in my opinion a whole uh a huge shift in our marketplace with seeing the banks and the financial industries contract in the way they're contracting because I don't think they're going to come back in a big way. I think you're really going to see this contraction take place and stay.
1: Thanks for joining us. It's Deborah Borchardt. You can find her at The Street, The Street's Markets Analyst. I threw in that question about Bear Stearns because she's got this crazy background of financials and jumping into media is, I think... And, and it's going to sound self-serving I think she helps a lot of people uh, because she gets the financial angle that we are all cruising towards retirement and she can put it into perspective so it's Deborah Borchardt with the street.com markets analyst tax time you listen Rob Black and your money you can find me online at robblack.com